informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information. From the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic drive time. And welcome to Catholic Drive Time. This is your host, Adrian Fonseca. Today is Tuesday, September 12th, 2023, the Feast of the Holy Name of Mary. This is a beautiful day that we recognize the beauty and wonderfulness of our Blessed Mother and that name that is above every name, save that of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In fact, her name is is considered a symbol of her excellent virtue, her mission, and who she truly is. In fact, uh, many will say that she is the reverse of Eve. As Eve is Eva, she is Ave, and because we recognize her above everyone. And it's a beautiful thing because we look at her name, and as early, early days, we see that she has been symbolized and prefigured throughout the Old Testament, even thinking of Miriam relating to Moses and Exodus. In fact, so much so that Muhammad confused the Blessed Virgin with the sibling of of Moses. So it's kind of funny there. But that holy name goes on and on beyond in history and from the point that Our Lady's name has become synonymous with beauty. I think of very clearly whenever we think of um, the uh, musical about the, I'm trying to think of the name of the musical now, it just popped in my head and then just flew out. West Side Story, it talks about Maria. Maria, this beautiful name. Uh, when you say it, it's almost like praying because it is, you're calling upon the holy name of Our Lady. Now, obviously, he's talking about a girl he met, but that beautiful name is something that is known. It is why it's become one of the most popular names in all of history to name people after Our Lady. And usually many people will uh, add on as an honorific to be take the name something Mary. In fact, myself, when I was in the novitiate with the Dominican friars, my I had an honorific Marie. Uh, Fulton Marie was my name in the novitiate because we took on these honorifics to honor the Blessed Virgin. Now, we celebrate on this day the glory of Our Lady, both in heaven and and on earth, that there is not enough glory that we can give her. In fact, one of the most pernicious things about the revolution today is the denigration or this, what we might call a Marian minimalism that is prevalent in our culture, saying, let's say the least possible of Our Lady that we will not scandalize Protestants. Let's give her the least amount of honor possible that's not making us heretics and then, then Protestants will want to become Catholic. Well, I say no. Our Lady is the queen of all angels. She's the queen of all saints. She's the mediatrix of all graces. She's the co-redemptrix. And we should recognize her as such. Our Lord will not bless our efforts if we decide to give the minimum amount of honor to his mother. No, we should give her the glorious, the most glorious references that we possibly can, in the same manner in which we give the Holy Trinity and we say that glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. In a similar vein, we should honor Our Lady's name. In fact, whenever I personally have, the, have a devotion of bowing my head at the holy name of our Lord, but also the holy name of Our Lady and also the Holy Trinity, 
Because Our Lady is unique among creatures. It is her most glorious name that is united most perfectly with the Holy Trinity. Being the most beloved daughter of God the Father, being the most admirable mother of God the Son, and being the most faithful spouse of the Holy Ghost. So let us have a spirit of St. Louis de Mumford today, that her name be prevalent in society, that her name not be mocked, and when we hear her name mocked, that we stand up and defend her as we would our earthly mothers, but with even more zeal. So there is a need for reparation for outrages against Our Lady, which happen all the time. I think most notably, we saw that with the L.A. Dodgers recently. And so let's take today as an opportunity to have recourse to our guardian angels and to our protector saints, asking them to unite with us in order to give our reparation a value that per se it may lack so that it might be an acceptable and honorable and satisfactory reparation against the sins, against the holy name of Mary. And that be against others, but also for our own sins. So on this wonderful day, we ask Our Lady, by your holy name, pray for us. Happy Tuesday to you. I hope you're having a blessed day. And I want to say thank you to everyone up in Amarillo. I hope you had an amazing Monday of share Praise be to God. And today is the day we kick off the rest of the stations doing our share That's really exciting. But joining us right now is Rudy Carlos. Good morning, Rudy. Hey, good morning, Adrian. Yes, it's an exciting week. Uh, you know, it's your chance to support Catholic Radio. So if uh, Catholic Drive Time means something to you, if it's uh, something that has edified your faith, uh, it helped you on your uh, journey of faith, please consider making a donation today and make your pledge at... Uh, uh, GRN online uh, forward slash give or grnonline.com forward slash give. And uh, you can do it through there or you can call in later today and let them know that Catholic Drive Time sent you. And if you want to call in during our hour specifically, it's 9 a.m. Central, but call in all day, anytime, all day, starting 7 o'clock. You can start calling in. And like Rudy said, you can always just go online. If you want to go online and donate there, we'll be very grateful for your generous donation. If we have ever provided you with spiritual benefits, with anything that might be informative or inspiring. If you support what we have to do here, uh, we'd be very grateful for your support. Uh, So God bless you. Now, today is going to be a very, very packed show, considering we're only going to be on for one hour. We're not going to have a second hour because we're going to be having our share kicking off. And so stay with us for the share We'd be very grateful. Uh, but we're going to be back at 9 a.m. Central. But we're going to shove a lot into this hour. At 15 past the hour, did you hear that Bishop Strickland is being asked to resign? We're going to talk about that at 15 past the hour. At 30 past the hour, well, we may continue talking the Bishop Strickland story depending on how this goes. But... The defend the defund the police Democrat gets violently attacked. We're going to talk about that uh, coming up in the next hour, or rather at 30 past the hour. And at 45 past the hour, Adam Bly will be joining us. So we're going to be talking to him about the spirit world. So there'll be a great time. And then, of course, we have our share So no fear and trembling game show the rest of the week. So make sure you're ready to call in next week. Uh, but let's begin with prayer. We're going to be praying for your intentions, whatever it is that you have going on in your life. We want to be praying for that. We're going to be praying for, I would be asking for prayers for my grandfather, that he miraculously recover from his cancers. And for the Burrier family, and Jeff Burrier just sent me a text message asking for prayers for his kids. So, yes, 100% praying for the Burrier family. We're praying for you and your intentions, praying for a successful share that we meet our needs, and praying for the salvation of souls, the liberty and exaltation of Holy Mother Church, and for 
our friends, family, and benefactors. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. O Blessed Virgin Mary, Immaculate Mother of God, who didst endure a martyrdom of love and grief, beholding the sufferings and sorrows of Jesus, thou didst cooperate in the benefit of my redemption by the innumerable afflictions and by offering to the Eternal Father his only begotten Son as a holocaust and victim of propitiation for my sins. I thank thee for the unspeakable love which led thee to deprive thyself of the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, true God and true man, to save me a sinner. Oh, make use of the unfailing intercession of thy sorrows with the Father and the Son, that I may steadfastly amend my life and never again crucify my loving Redeemer by new sins. Arid that, persevering till death in his grace, I may obtain eternal life through the merits of his cross and passion. Mother of love, of sorrow, and of mercy, pray. For us, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. And now, your headline news with Rudy Carlos. Good morning. You're listening to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. Here are some of today's breaking news and stories for you. Catholic News Agency reports, New Doctrine Chief welcomes debate, but warns bishops about schism risks. He says, quote, The doctrine does not change. The gospel will always be the same. Revelation is already settled. He said uh, the incoming prefect, uh, said the incoming prefect of the dicastery of the doctrine of the faith, continuing, but there is no doubt that the church will always be tiny in the midst of such an immensity of truth and beauty and will always need to continue to grow in her understanding, unquote. Fernandez, a close confidant and purported ghostwriter of Pope Francis, has expressed an openness to consider church blessings of same-sex unions, provided they don't result in, quote, confusion, unquote. But in an interview with Edward Penton, he chafed at media implications that his views align with the German church's so-called synodal way, which has called for dramatic changes to the church's teaching on sexual morality and other issues. And uh, more than three quarters of voters want an age limit imposed on politicians, according to a poll. CBS News and YouGov conducted a survey at the end of uh, August and found that 77% of respondents agreed there ought to be an age limit. Within that group, 40% proposed the age limit to be 70 years old, which is more than 10 years younger than President Joe Biden. The second most popular age limit was 60, proposed by about a quarter of the respondents. The poll also considered what respondents would think about younger political hopefuls, with 47% suggesting that having more young people in the office would make politics better. Another 45 said the same about women, and 41% uh, suggested racial minorities, as well as 32 who suggested LGBT members. Only 12% of people said that older people would make politics better. And weapons from the Ukrainian front line are reportedly seized by police from the new IRA terrorists in Northern Ireland. Police in Northern Ireland have seized weapons from the new IRA terrorists that reportedly came to the country from the front lines of the war in Ukraine. It's believed that the weapons may have been smuggled into the country after being stolen by foreign mercenaries who flooded into the war zone last year, with an estimated 20,000 foreign fighters joining the Ukrainian army during the outset of the war. Those were some of the headlines today, but uh, there's more to come on Catholic Drive Time. Back to you, Adrian. The Gospel of the Day comes from Luke chapter 6, verses 12 through 19. Now, this passage is about the calling of the 12 apostles and... A lot can be said here about the apostles, but I want to focus in on just one verse. Verse 12 here says, And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray, and he passed the whole night in the prayer of God. 
Now, this is very interesting. Cornelius Alapide commenting on just this one verse. He says, he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God, communing with God in prayer, asking the Father that he might choose for the ministry men fitted to be apostles and would obtain for them an abundance of spiritual grace to enable them to fulfill the duties of their office and also that he might teach us to pray in like manner. Now, here is something interesting to note, that our Lord prays for those with a vocation of holy office. That would be our deacons, our priests, our bishops. And yet, what do we learn? We learn that those who are chosen by God himself, who, has, who Christ himself has prayed for them, that they can still fail. How do we know this? Well, look at Judas, Judas Iscariot. Our Lord prayed for him. It was said that our lady spoke to him often. And yet his heart was hardened by the truth. It was said of being softened by the beauty of our Lord and our lady. It was hardened and he became the son of perdition. This gives us an example of what a bishop can be like. If a bishop chooses not to work with the grace that our Lord has decided to give him, he will be another Judas. Cornelius Lapide says, So the church at Embertide enjoins her children to fast and to pray, that fitting persons may be chosen to the work of the ministry. The fact that we pray that fitting persons may be chosen implies that unfitting people can also be chosen, does it not? And that those admitted to any holy function may be filled with grace and heavenly benediction. For as with priests, so with people. When a chief pastor is zealous and God-fearing, he is a blessing and a strength to his diocese. But, says Cornelius Lapide, if he be an evil liver or slothful, he becomes a stumbling block, an offense to believers. In like manner also, a good priest makes a good parish, but an evil one is for a destruction to his people. Now, Symbolically or figuratively here, Christ teaches us to pray in the night season that we might be able to be in silence, in solitude, to collect our thoughts and lift our hearts unto God, that we may be persevered, may be preserved from terror by night and from pestilence that walketh in darkness. So here is a great thing. If you have never gotten up at night to pray, try doing that because praying at night can be some of the best times. At, my, at midnight, I will rise to give thanks unto thee. So let us meditate upon this. We'll be right back. Did you hear about Bishop Strickland? Coming up next. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, the Catholic Church is just out of touch. It's going to have to change if it ever hopes to be relevant in today's world. But G.K. Chesterton says... We do not need a church that will move with the world. We need a church that will move the world. It's not that the church has to change, it's that the world has to change, and it's up to us, as the church, to change the world. That is the call to conversion. We don't convert the world by giving in to it. Chesterton says, The world is converted by the saint that contradicts it most. I guess that explains why in an age that worships money, sex, and power, the most influential woman in the modern world was a tiny little nun taking care of the sick and dying in the streets of Calcutta. Want more than a minute? Visit Chesterton.org. 
Hey, Donnie, what are the two most important things we receive at Mass? Daddy Christmas scripture. That's right. All right, one more. Who loves you the most? Jesus. That's right. Mary. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they love us too. If you don't educate your children in the faith, who will? Educate yourself and your family by listening daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network. And make sure to get the GRN app by logging online to grnonline.com. And welcome back to the Catholic Drive Time Show. This is your host, Adrian Fonseca. It's so good to be on with you today. Praise be to God. On this Tuesday of Our Lady. A beautiful day dedicated to the holy name of Mary. So today, here's a challenge for you. Every time you hear the holy name of Mary, bow your head. You maybe don't commit to it necessarily for the rest of your life yet. You can do that later. But just commit to it for today. Anytime you hear the holy name of Mary, bow your head in reverence to her most holy name. Now, today, before we jump into it, I just wanted to remind you that we are beginning our fall share 2023 share If you'd like to join us in our, in our mission here of evangelization and salvation of souls and the liberty and exaltation of Holy Mother Church, well, you can join us. All you have to do is call in at any time starting at the 7 o'clock hour central time. You can start calling in and give your pledge of support. We're going to be on air at 9 a.m. Central Time. If you would like to call in during our hour, we'd be very grateful. But call in in any hour. Let them know Catholic Drive Time sent you to let us and let them know that you're calling in support of Catholic Drive Time. We'd be very grateful for that. And so that's going to be our um, mission the rest of the week is to make sure that Catholic Radio stays on the air. So uh, whatever it is that you're from. We'd be very grateful if you would support your local Catholic radio station. Uh, supporting your local Catholic radio station is the only way that the mission and the message of the gospel gets out to people because uh, no one else is doing it. or No one else is going to be covering the slack. And if you would like Catholic radio waves flowing in your neck of the woods, well, the only way to do so is by your pledge of support. So thank you, everybody, in advance for your generous donation. But let's talk about this story. Bishop Strickland just got... A so okay, let's get a let's go back a little bit. A couple months ago, there was an apostolic visitation to Bishop Strickland, and during that time, a lot of people were kind of speculating of what the cause was. Uh, many people say it was because of this tweet that came out, and I'll read to you this tweet. But honestly, I don't think it has anything to do with this tweet because the tweet came out, and then the apostolic visitation came out like literally less than forty-eight hours later. And the Vatican doesn't move that quickly. The Vatican moves very slowly. They're very, and I wouldn't really say careful, but it's just that things move very slow in the Vatican. Whereas if it was because of that, he would have got the apostolic visitation and he would have been gone like the next day. The fact that it's taken a couple months to kind of play out shows me, tells me that this was more. There's more to it. But here is the tweet that people are saying caused this. On May 13th, he had a tweet that said, I reject his program of undermining the deposit of faith, his being Pope Francis. He says, but please allow me to clarify regarding Patrick Coffin. Has challenged the authenticity of Pope Francis. If this is accurate, I disagree. I believe Pope Francis is the Pope, but it's time for me to say that I reject his program of undermining the deposit of faith. Follow Jesus. So that's the quote from Bishop Strickland that people are saying is the cause of his, of his woes right now. I don't think that's the case, but... What one cannot say is that Pope Francis is a set of a conscious because, I mean, that Bishop Strickland is a set of a conscious because 
he very explicitly says that he believes Pope Francis is the Pope. So that's very clear. Now he says, follow Jesus. This is something that is good. No. So this happens. A couple months go by. And there's different people who are critiquing Strickland, saying, Bishop Strickland, you should just lay low. Just don't don't ruffle the boat anymore. Stop, stop saying things that are so controversial. And what did Bishop Strickland do instead? Well, instead, Bishop Strickland continued to teach the faith. And people were like, oh, you're coming after Pope Francis. But if you read his letters, because I've read both of his letters that came out. I've read them before. We talked about them before. And I reread them for getting ready for this morning. Nowhere in any, either of these letters does he mention Pope Francis. All he does here is reaffirm the teaching of the church. He says, Christ established one church, and therefore only the Catholic Church provides the fullness of Christ's truth and the authentic path to salvation for all of us. He says, the Eucharist and all the sacraments are divinely instituted, not developed by man. He says that it's a devastating sacrilege for an individual to receive the communion unworthily. He said the sacrament of matrimony is instituted by God. He has a couple other things listed here, which maybe we'll come back around to. But if you're going to tell me that him saying this makes him against Pope Francis, I think that says more about what you think about Pope Francis than it does about what Bishop Strickland has to say. I think that's very concerning. And then he comes by, and when you read what, what Strickland has to say about these things, it's like a father speaking to his son. It's like you're reading the church fathers. And I'm not saying that his, his sway and his authority is on par with the church fathers. I'm just saying when I read it, it echoes the sense that I get when I read Chrysostom. Like re- listen to this, how he ends his letter here. My dear sons and daughters, be assured that angels surround us in this battle. And saints, especially our holy and blessed mother, offer their heavenly assistance as we seek the eternal prize our Lord has won for us. Remaining your humble father and servant, most reverend Joseph Strickland. Like that is such a, you don't hear that anymore. I don't feel that love of a father from anybody except from Bishop Strickland. No bishop, no priest I've ever spoken to has spoken to me in a way that I felt like, oh man, this this guy truly and really loves Almighty God first and foremost, above everything else. But when I read what Bishop Strickland says, I immediately believe that he loves Almighty God, that he has God first, everything else second. God first, and that his love for me and his letter for me is outflowing of his love of God. I have no doubt in my mind. And so this happens. And so what happens now? We find out the pillar reported yesterday at about one o'clock. They reported that Bishop Strickland is going to be asked to resign that he, they, a few bishops met with Pope Francis on Saturday and they have decided that they're going to ask Pope Francis, I mean, Pope, geez, to ask Bishop Strickland to resign. This is very, very concerning. It says here from the pillar, the situation of Bishop Strickland is the agenda. One senior official close to the dicastery told the pillar and the expectation is that the Holy Father will be requesting his resignation. That will certainly be the recommendation put to him. 
depending on how the bishop responds, the strength of that encouragement could be increased. That's interesting, huh? So people were automatically reporting. They were like, oh, he's just asking him to resign. It's not exactly a way, not exactly a thing that you refuse. It's not really a request. It's kind of like when your mom asks you to do something and you're like, oh, no, thank you. And she's like, I wasn't asking you, I was telling you. That's basically what Bishop Strickland has going for him right now. The officials cited the case of Bishop Richard Sticka, who announced his resignation as Bishop of Knoxville, Tennessee, earlier this year. After being informed, he no longer had the confidence of either the Holy See or his clergy. If you remember, Bishop Sticka was removed because of his, well, people believe, because of his outspoken resistance against the COVID vaccine. Now, Bishop Strickland is in the same situation now. And Bishop Strickland is going to be pushed out. And so the question is, what happens if he refuses? People are saying, okay, what is he going to do? Should he refuse? Should he not refuse? Now, whatever he decides to do, I'm going to accept because, I mean, it's uh, going to be a very difficult, it's a difficult thing. So there's, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer of how he can respond. But if he decides to resign, well, the point here is they're probably pressuring him very hard and saying, like, look, we're giving you a chance right now. You can resign and you can save face. Or if you decide to deny the request, then we're going to start dropping some a lot of pressure on you and it's not going to be good we're probably going to be maybe they're saying look if you resign now uh, maybe we'll let you choose your own successor maybe we'll choose someone from your diocese uh, they'll probably have this kind some kind of conversation like this where he's going to have to decide what is the correct solution there really is none every every solution is going to be very difficult now the Archbishop Christopher Pierre, who is the Apostolic Nuncio to the United States, if you want to express your concerns, he's the guy that you want to send a letter to. You want to send a letter in all respect and all charity and say that you would like for him to be able to stand up for Bishop Strickland, to endorse him. We have to have a position of promoting the good bishops and not the bad bishops. And the reason why this is concerning is because they're claiming, they're saying, look, look, this is not about the comments about the Pope or the Synod. There's also real problems in the diocese. The Pillar Report, those were the focus of the visitation. There are concerns in the diocese about governance and financial matters and about basic prudence. This seems to me to be absurd. Bishop Strickland has more vocations than, to my knowledge, any diocese in America. I actually know personally seminarians who left their diocese to join Strickland. This is very concerning for other bishops in America. They don't like that. They see him as stealing vocations. And you're telling me that the governance and financial matters in Tyler are worse than, I don't know, Chicago? Are worse than California? Are worse than... Washington State, there he's worse because I haven't heard about anyone else getting apostolic visitations. Uh, what about all the bishops who are shutting down churches, who are closing churches because they're running out of money? Uh, what about all the dioceses that are paying out because of the sex abuse crisis, paying out money? 
are they those bishops getting removed too? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. In fact, Bishop Stephen Chow of Hong Kong, China, last week he shared, uh, or not last week, a few a few weeks ago, and shared his hope that the church will one day ordain women. Is he getting punished, or did he just get appointed bishop? Or what about Cardinal McElroy, who doubled down on heresy, pushing communion for sexually active homosexuals and adulterers? Or what about Cardinal Jean-Claude Hollerich, who is a member of the Council of Cardinals, he that says that he believes the church teaching on sodomy is false? Instead, he was actually appointed the realtor general of his synod on synodality. Or what about Victor Manuel Fernandez, the cardinal designate, who is the prefect for the dicastery of the Cong- doctrine of faith, he has a lot of concerning things. We went over a number of them. Uh, one thing of note, and not the worst thing, is his book on kissing. Very uncomfortable to read, to be honest. This is very concerning. This is very concerning that we see a pattern of good bishops getting punished and bad bishops. Nothing happened, or they get promoted. How does that work out? How does that play out? How does that make sense to you? It doesn't make sense to me. I'm very, very confused about why they would do this. And we have to keep in mind that in 1534, out of 17 English bishops, only Bishop John Fisher voted no to Henry VIII's oath of supremacy. Only one of all the bishops in England, only one bishop stood up. In America, we have a couple have a few and we have to rally behind them pray for them support them we'll come back with more right after this Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. How much havoc would be caused at your church if your pastor brought a big statue of St. Peter or St. Paul and placed them in the sanctuary? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, history's on the side of the Catholic Church. Christian art in many forms dates way back to about 120 A.D. And so do those various Christian symbols which we still see today. You know, a dove, a fish, a lamb. Why are those okay? Secondly, the Bible, Exodus, Numbers, and Ezekiel. All these books show God telling Moses, David, or Ezekiel to carve out images of angels that were used in worship. And, and thirdly, a tough comeback, especially for my guy friends. Does Cooperstown, Canton, or Cleveland mean anything to you? Yep, the Hall of Fame locations filled with statues, jerseys, bats, and balls. Memorabilia is a $37 billion industry, but you say, don't bring a statue into my church. Well, how many of you guys have admired one of those bronze statues of an athlete? I'd rather stare at St. Peter's, Paul, and Mary in my church, and I'm not talking about the old folk band. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We're currently cruising at 39,000 feet. We'll turn that seatbelt sign off for you and let you move about the cabin. Looks like we're about two hours and ten minutes from landing. Plenty of time for you to pray for vocations to the priesthood. Wouldn't it be great if everyone prayed daily for priestly vocations? Why not start today? A friendly suggestion from Guadalupe Radio Network. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm Rudy Carlos, and here are more breaking news and headlines for you. Google's dominance of Internet search faces major challenge in a legal showdown with U.S. regulators. The biggest tech monopoly trial since the Department of Justice challenged Microsoft over 20 years ago begins this week. The trial aims to prove that Google violated anti-monopoly laws through exclusive agreements. 
Google will argue that its behavior provides a better experience for consumers. The trial will examine whether Google's behavior stifled innovation and whether its alleged exclusionary contracts were made to aggrandize market power, as well as to test the willingness of courts to regulate large tech platforms. And a massive U.S. lithium discovery may challenge China's metal dominance. A lithium deposit discovered in a volcanic crater along the Nevada-Oregon border may be the largest in the world as demand soars for the metal used in electronic production while China attempts to dominate the market. Up to 40 million tons of lithium metal is estimated to lie in the crater. Now, despite only having 7.9% of the world's lithium reserves, China is the third largest lithium producer on Earth. And Beijing has been buying up stakes in mines across the developing world as part of a quest to control one-third of the global lithium supply. Now, those are all of your headlines this morning. May God richly bless your holy efforts today. And please, support, support the share -a Back to you, Adrian. We would love to your support. Support uh, me, please. Thank you for your support. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery. There you go. Uh, yeah, for sure, though. For sure, though. We would be very uh, appreciative if you would give your pledge of support. Beginning at the 7 a.m. Central Time Hour, we're going to be beginning our fall 2023 uh, share -a I almost said fall 2023 spring share -a I still have like that <laughs> stuck in my head from earlier, from last time. Uh, but the, the nonetheless... If you can join us, we'd be very grateful for you to be part of our team, uh, part of the mission of evangelization, a part of the mission of the salvation of souls and liberty and exaltation of Holy Mother Church. So we're not going to have a second hour until 9 a.m. We'll be back on at 9 a.m. And we'd be very generous be very grateful if you would be generous during our hour. But call in at any time. Anytime you're available, we'd be very grateful for that. Uh, but nonetheless... If you can be of help, we'd be grateful. We need your support to stay on the air. It's the only way we do so is by your generous donation. So please do so. And if you would like to donate online, you can always go to our website, grnonline.com. If you go there, you're going to be find all of our information and be able to donate online even. Let them know Catholic Drive Time sent you. We'd be very grateful for that as well. So uh, that's uh, that. And we'll be back to our normal programming next week. So God bless you, and uh, we'll jump back into the story that we were talking about before the break. I don't remember if you, I don't know if you know, heard about the, the Bishop Strickland story, but Rudy mentioned this uh, at the uh, first, in the first uh, news break about Victor Manuel Fernandez uh, coming out about the, the topic of, um, of the heresy and schism, right? Yeah, so he uh, is... Kind of speaking out here, he says in this article, uh, this is from Catholic News Agency. He says, look, there are people on both sides, on traditional sides and progressive sides that think that they can interpret the, you know, the teaching authority of the pope. And so then he goes on to say, you know, you cannot be so bold as to know what exactly it is that's going to be happening here. Such an idea would lead you into uh, to be a, a heretic because heretics always know uh, how to interpret things correctly. And so he's making a facetious remark here, but actually there have been some concerning things that uh, he has mentioned, or rather that maybe he possibly believes in by sort of what he's been saying, um, that we can take into account here. And he's saying also in this article, and this is an interview with uh, Edward Penton, he is saying that, um, that uh, you know, we can't be so bold as to think that we're going to change doctrine. Mm. And yet he still believes in some of these kind of really detrimental things like blessing same-sex unions. Yeah, the it's really interesting because 
the problem with a lot of these, this is kind of one of the reasons people ask me why I don't quote Pope Francis a lot. They're like, uh, well, why don't you quote the good things Pope Francis says? Uh, the reason why is because you can basically, with people like Victor Manuel Fernandez and people like Pope Francis, you can quote them basically saying anything. And so then it just becomes a battle of quotes. I can quote this and you can quote that and they're contradicting each other. So then who do you go with? And so I just say, I'm not going to play that game because Victor Manuel Fernandez in the art, in the interview with, with um, Edward Penton, he's like, no, no, I completely affirm the church's teaching on, on, um, on marriage. That's between one man and one woman. Cause Edward Penton asked him about it. And he says that, but we've seen him say opposite things elsewhere. And so now you're going to have people who say, no, 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 Victor Manuel Fernandez, he, clearly he supports church teaching. It's right here. He said it right here. And they're going to point to that. And then three sentences down. And then exactly. You'd be like, <laughs> but he said over here the exact opposite of that. And so it becomes very confusing. This is why we have to just be have this hermeneutic of suspicion when it comes to these things. Because we don't really know. We don't really know what they're going to say, what they mean, what they truly mean by what they're saying. Now, what concerned me the most of what he said here he says, now, if you tell me that some bishops have a special gift of the Holy Spirit to judge the doctrine of the Holy Father, we will enter into a vicious circle, and that would be heresy and schism. What concerns me is the phrase, the doctrine of the Holy Father. Is the doctrine of the Holy Father different from the doctrine of the Catholic Church? Why did he say the doctrine of the Holy Father? It's not the Holy Father's doctrine. The doctrine is the doctrine of Jesus Christ. It is a doctrine of the Catholic Church. So why use that kind of language? It's in the context of, he says, I do not have this charism, nor do you, nor does Cardinal Burke. And I think it's interesting how he explicitly calls out Cardinal Burke. Today only Pope Francis has it. And he's referring here to a special gift of the Holy Spirit to judge doctrine. Hmm. That's very interesting. Because he's setting up this position which might be called a uber-papalism. Or may some people have uh, jokingly referred to it as hyper-uber-papalism or hyper-uber-ultramontanism. Because um, <laughs> he's trying to just add in as much as you can. Which basically saying that the bishops don't have any authority anymore. But the bishops do have authority. They are part of the magisterium. And cardinals even more so. It's not the pope on his own. Now, of course the pope is the head of the church. Of course the pope has unique authority. And no one is above the Holy Father, except our Lord Jesus Christ. But the doctrine does not belong to the Holy Father. The pope is the protector, or at least should be, the protector of the doctrine of the treasury of the faith. And so the fact that he comes out and says the doctrine of the Holy Father, and then we see in conjunction with this, what's happening to Strickland. What do we see? What did Bishop Strickland say that was so bad? All he does is profess the faith. And honestly, I don't know how anybody can consider Bishop Strickland a, a radical. His positions are very, very, Normal. It's just very normal. I know one thing that came out that was very, very controversial was that on the feasts of Saints Peter and Paul, 
during the 2022, there's an apostolic letter, Deserado, Desiderio Deseradovi. I totally said that right. He came out, there was a document that came out saying that people could go and receive Holy Communion in a state of sin. This is very concerning. And so Bishop Strickland, along with many other priests and bishops and deacons across the world, came out saying that that would be a heretical position if someone was to hold that you do not need to receive, you do not need to receive confession before receiving communion. He said this is a condemned position by the Council of Trent. And many people think that's is what's getting him in trouble because there was signed by Bishop Strickland and he was endorsing this. And that's very, very concerning for many people. But I say, why would that be concerning? He's literally just expressing what the church has always taught. What's controversial about saying that? There should be nothing controversial about him saying that. He tells us to take up our cross. And so what is the solution here? What can we do to help Bishop Strickland? Well, the number one thing, and the thing that Bishop Strickland himself asked for explicitly, he said, please pray for me. That's the number one thing. That's the number one thing. And maybe fast for him as well. Some demons can only be driven out by prayer and fasting. So maybe we can offer up some sacrifices for Bishop Strickland. That he stay faithful to Holy Mother Church. That he have the courage to stand up like a Bishop John Fisher. Because think about it, out of 60 German bishops, only three bishops, two were auxiliary bishops, voted no on all the texts advocating for blessings of homosexuals, women clergy, contraception, acceptance of trans ideology. Three out of 60. And yet, Strickland's the one getting in trouble? Mm, Seems weird to me. Seems very strange to me. So let's pray for Bishop Strickland. Let's write letters to our bishop saying, hey, could you please, in respect, write letters in respect saying, please support Bishop Strickland. We'll be right back with more right after this. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. Who are the ten most well-known preachers in America? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Here's the list. Copeland, Osteen, Benny Hinn, Joyce Myers, T.D. Jakes, Stephen Furtick, Andy Stanley, Robert Jeffers, Rick Warren, Alistair Begg, John MacArthur. Well, secondly, all these pastors say the same thing on Sunday morning, which is, turn with me in your Bible. Well, then how's the harmony regarding, say, eternal security, disagreement, present-day ministry of the Holy Spirit, Disagreement. Relationship of baptism to salvation. Disagreement. Church government. Disagreement. Life beginning at conception until natural death. Disagreement. And eschatology. Disagreement. So what's going on here? Well, if you are someone who says, all I need is the word of God, brother, because the Bible is going to give me everything I need to live out the Jesus life. Okay. Hope you've already ditched your favorite blogger, your favorite preacher, your favorite podcaster, and most of all, your religious Google searches. Well, speaking of Google searches, I do request one last Google search for you. Magisterium. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We're currently cruising at 39,000 feet. We'll turn that seatbelt sign off for you and let you move about the cabin. Looks like we're about two hours and ten minutes from landing. Plenty of time for you to say some prayers for the souls in purgatory. 
Wouldn't it be great if everyone prayed often for those in purgatory? Why not start today? A friendly suggestion from Guadalupe Radio Network. And we are back. Welcome to the Catholic Dry Time Show. So it's so good to be here with you today on the Feast of the Holy Name of Mary. Now, today we begin our summer, our summer, geez, I can't say words today, our fall 2023 Sherathon. We're beginning that at 7 o'clock Central Time. And you're welcome to call in with your pledge of support if you support the Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, we'd be very grateful for your generous donation. And just remember to support your local Catholic radio station. Wherever you are, call up your local GM and try to help them. Because really the only way that we stay on the air is by your generous support. So make sure you do so. You can always go online to support as well. If you go to grnonline.com forward slash give, you can actually donate there. Or just go to our website in general. If you go to grnonline.com, it should give you straight to our all of our information on for the Sherathon. So make sure you do so. We'd be very grateful if you can help us at all. But joining us right now is Adam Bly. He is a host of The Spirit World, airing at 10 a.m. Central across the Guadalupe Radio Network and across the EWTN Network as a whole. Uh, good morning to you, Adam. Good morning, Adrian. Nice to be with you again. It's always good to have you on. Now, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about, and we've talked about this in the past, but I think it's fitting to bring it back up, is the holy name of Our Lady because today is the Feast of the Holy Name of Mary. And I think that this is something that has, has a doesn't have as much devotion to it as I think it should. Uh, so tell me about the Holy Name of Mary, especially since you work with as a as a paratus in demonology. Um, how does this how is the Holy Name of Mary a powerful tool and a powerful name? Well, you know, in exorcisms um, and just to remind people, I'm a lay person, but I train exorcists and have for about 15 years now. So I, I go to exorcisms every week, uh, been at over a thousand of them. It's very common that when the last demon is going to be driven out, that Jesus sends his mother, Mary, and the person gets the experience of um, seeing Mary. And usually she simply says it's over. And that's the moment the, the entire case ends. Now, names are really important spiritually. You know, we see that in Scripture. It's very clear, um, you know, the Jews would never say the actual name of God except the high priest once a year in a very limited context. Um, you know, the idea of giving over the name, uh, like Jesus when he encountered the Gerasene demoniac, you know, what is your name? The idea of names is very powerful, and names invoke the presence of, or in a sense, kind of, yeah, basically bring to mind the that person so if we were talking and mentioned a, a mutual friend of ours we would both immediately imagine that person well during the sessions uh the name of mary is important in the sense that we invoke her and we ask her assistance we ask her to pray for us but also it's interesting the demons will never say the name of mary they'll never mm. say her name uh, they'll say that woman or don't call her I've heard them say, you know, anything, but don't call that woman. Uh, I've never heard them actually say her name because that would be a, a sign of respect. It would be a recognition, but also in a sense, it's a form of inviting uh, an interaction or the presence of Mary. So, you know, to 
yeah, to reflect on the name, to use the name, is to invite that figure into your life spiritually. And in the same way, when we say, you know, St. Michael's name, when we say Jesus's name, you know, um, the reference to don't take the name of your Lord uh, in vain, you know, the idea that invoking the name is a powerful step. And so today is a day that we can we can celebrate the presence of Mary and our ability to appeal to her as our mother by name. Yeah, Adam, I want to pick up on that. Uh, this is Rudy Carlos, by the way. Pleasure to speak with you. Uh, yeah, this this fact of of names uh, denoting a presence, right? Uh, you know, when we hear somebody say the holy name of our Lord Jesus and take his name in vain, that is the very reason why we should speak out and say no and do a correction, uh, do a reparation for the times that people blaspheme their name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have a... I think we have a moral responsibility as Christians to at least inform somebody's conscience, you know, at least once. You have that responsibility. You don't have to force them to stop sinning, but you do have a responsibility to gently uh, remind them that that is a sin to do that. And yeah, and then reparation, you know, if you have time and the inclination to do that. Unfortunately, we can't make reparation for every time that this happens in the world. And people bear that um, the weight of those actions on themselves. But sure, if you encounter it personally, yeah, you have a duty to at least gently remind the person. Adam, you know, what you said here made me think of um, something that I might be a superstition. Maybe you can help me with because I have this hesitancy, especially out in public or when I encounter certain people, I just get a a bad feeling from certain people and I just don't want them to know my name. I don't want them to know information about me. Is that superstitious or is that actually something laudable to just not share your names? Cause I always thought, you know, names have power and I don't want bad people to know my name. Is that something that's laudable or is that superstitious? And I shouldn't be worried about that. I don't think you should be worried about it just based on the experience of, you know, exorcists I've known that have been known in the public for decades, um, they've never had any bad repercussions. And from what I've seen over the years working on many different types of cases, when it comes to black magic and curses and whatnot, um, people don't have authority over you, only you have authority over yourself, unless you're below the age of reason, below the age of seven, and then your parents have spiritual authority over you. So another person just by knowing your name doesn't automatically have authority over you. And you can think of an analogy in, in, the, in the secular world. Just because somebody knows the address of your house doesn't mean that they own your house. Um, so I, I wouldn't really worry about that. Um, you're a child of God. You have authority over yourself. If you have children under the age of seven, you have authority over them. You have authority over your home. The only time you have to be concerned about black magic is if you eat or drink something that was cursed that somebody has given to you or you purchased and didn't say grace over it and it was cursed or you bring a cursed object into your home. Uh, or, of course, if you were to personally submit to black magic and, you know, then, of course, you're going to bring things upon yourself directly. But, no, you don't have to be fearful. Um, Jesus says, be not afraid. We're, we're not supposed to be afraid in life. Uh, of spiritual realities and forces, you got to remember that Jesus is in charge. All demons are on a leash. Jesus has the leash. He only looses that leash, loosens that leash uh, when he wills it. Just like in the book of Job, you can go there for your description of how Satan has to ask God for permission for what he does. 
and then God gives limited permission based on God's will. Now, what about a situation in, like, for instance, if you uh, willingly go to an event where you're like, okay, I know that there are going to be bad things there. Like, for instance, you're going to have astrologers, tarot card readers, kind of like a some kind of event like this. And you're saying, well, I'm just going to go, but I'm not going to participate in those things. Is that dangerous or is that something that is okay as long as you're not actually participating in them? No, it's not okay. Um, we're not supposed to be a willing witness to black magic. Um, so if it inadvertently happens, if you're walking through the mall and there's a booth there and you didn't realize it and you realize, oh, I'm standing in front of a booth and they're doing, you know, poem reading or whatever, that's fine. Just walk away because you weren't willing, you weren't wanting to be fascinated and observe black magic. If you go to an event that is advertised as an event that has this type of stuff, divination and, um, you know, various forms of uh, appealing to spirits, that type of thing, then yeah, that's a problem because you're basically telling the demons, I'm fascinated with you. I want to, I'm curious about what you do here. Maybe I want to see something. And so it's, it is a, the beginning of an invitation of relationship. And so what does that look like when you, when you say a beginning of an invitation to a relationship? What does that mean? Well, I mean, let's, let's take a regular life example. Um, if you were to, let's say, with gambling, let's say you've never really seen gambling, you'd, you, you've heard the word, you've maybe seen it in TV or movies, but you've never actually been at a casino. And you're thinking like, well, maybe it is a, as exciting as they show in the movies. So I'm going to go to the casino and check it out. And now you've chosen to enter that arena. You are watching the actual games at the tables. You hear the sounds. You see people's faces. You're, you're reacting emotionally to what's going on. You're excited when they win and you're, you're sad when they lose. You've now engaged in and started the process of inviting gambling into your life. And then you choose to sit at a table and just try one hand or one roll of the dice. And now you're hooked. You, you feel that uh, that rush and you've actually engaged in it. So when I say the beginning of an invitation, by going there, you're kind of surrounding yourself with that sin. You're presenting it to yourself. You're kind of soaking in the atmosphere. And that's going to make it more likely that you'll sit at the table and try it, not only because you're physically there, and so you can sit at the table versus watching it on TV at a distance, but you're also surrounding yourself with other people engaging in that sin, which normalizes it, makes it seem like, oh, it's not so bad. These people are doing it. You know, when we see other humans doing something, it makes it easier to try it ourselves. So that's what I mean by it's a beginning of a, of a relationship. So I was talking to a friend not too long ago about a event that they were invited to that was going to have this kind of thing. And it was some of the things they also mentioned was like these people who are involved in in these, I don't even know, goddesses or something like that. And uh, they were saying, well, Adrian, you like to read about Greek mythology. How is that any different? Because I'm not going to be involved in any of it. I'm not going to participate in any of it. I just want to go to the event and they're doing these things, but that's not me. Um, but how is that different from reading mythology, or should I not read mythology? Well, it's very different. So the one thing is kind of like um, the abstract. So if you go take a, a high school or a college class on Greek mythology, you're very likely going to have a professor who's an, an academic who studies these things probably in their original ancient languages, who's interested in the culture that generated 
these stories, the symbolism of these stories for the culture at that time in that part of the world, they'd be approaching it from an academic standpoint. If you were to ask them, well, what is the goddess Diana actually like? They'd be like, well, what do you mean? These are stories. Like I'm an anthropologist. I study stories and culture. They're not actually believing that these are spiritual realities that you can do rituals and, and they will actually do things for you in your life. So when you go to these events where somebody is literally worshiping a Greek god and saying we've discovered ancient rituals that the Greeks used to use and we can now actually get spiritual favors from this uh, this being or whatever, that's radically different. You know, the academic is saying I'm studying this for the, the cultural and the uh, human interest in terms of the bedrock of Western civilization uh, that the Greek culture to some extent is. You know, we, we know the apostles were interacting with the Greeks. It was part of the milieu of the, of the Middle East. That's fine. But if somebody's going to say they're actually interacting with spiritual realities that they think these Greek gods are real, that's radically different. Well, that's all the time we have for today. If you would like more of Adam, make sure you tune in on Saturday, 10 a.m. Central Time for The Spirit World. But God bless you. God love you. And have a holy feast day today. You too, Adrian. God bless you and your listeners. Thank you very much. We're going to go into our share Please be generous. Remember, the name of Mary is sweeter to the lips than the honeycomb. Years ago, when I started acting, modeling, and singing in Mexico, my Catholic faith was not the center of my life. It took me many years to discover that success, fame, money, and all the pleasures of the world were not going to fulfill me. I got to a point in my life where I thought I had everything, but I realized something was missing. Thankfully, I began a faith journey that brought me back to God and the home, to the Catholic Church. You can too. Discover more at CatholicsComeHome.com. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. Who are the ten most well-known preachers in America? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Here's the list. Copeland, Osteen, Benny Hinn, Joyce Myers, T.D. Jakes, Stephen Furtick, Andy Stanley, Robert Jeffers, Rick Warren, Alistair Begg, John MacArthur. Well, secondly, all these pastors say the same thing on Sunday morning, which is, turn with me in your Bible. Well, then how's the harmony regarding, say, eternal security, disagreement, present-day ministry of the Holy Spirit, Disagreement. Relationship of baptism to salvation. Disagreement. Church government. Disagreement. Life beginning at conception until natural death. Disagreement. And eschatology. Disagreement. So what's going on here? Well, if you are someone who says, all I need is the word of God, brother, because the Bible is going to give me everything I need to live out the Jesus life. Okay. Hope you've already ditched your favorite blogger, your favorite preacher, your favorite podcaster, and most of all, your religious Google searches. Well, speaking of Google searches, I do request one last Google search for you. Magisterium. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We're currently cruising at 39,000 feet. We'll turn that seatbelt sign off for you and let you move about the cabin. Looks like we're about two hours and ten minutes from landing. Plenty of time for you to pray for religious vocations. Wouldn't it be great if everyone prayed daily for vocations to the religious life? Why not start today? A friendly suggestion from Guadalupe Radio Network. I turned from a recreational drug user to a drug addict. That took me to my knees. I lost a family, almost two families. I lost friends. Now that I'm back in the Catholic Church, I'm a new person. I love it. I love it. My heart's there. I took communion after 18 years, and I, the rest of the Mass I sat and cried. God restored my life. God restored my family. God restored my love. 
If you've been away from the Catholic Church for any reason, visit catholicscomehome.org today. KSHJ Houston. Welcome to the 2023 Guadalupe Radio Network Source and Summit Fall share Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make your pledge of support to help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Make a one-time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for two people with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. And good morning and welcome to the opening moments of fall 2023 share here in the Guadalupe Radio Network with an awesome theme this week of Source and Summit. We are celebrating God, we're celebrating Jesus Christ, the Eucharist, and everything that uh, is associated with our beautiful Catholic faith. And we are so happy that you're with us in these early moments, and we have a lot to talk to you about. Uh, a lot of great things happening within the Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, first of all, my name is Dave Palmer. I'm broadcasting uh, here at the North Texas studio, KTH 910 AM in uh, Irving, Texas, along with our chief operating officer, Toya Hall, who is here with us in studio. Toya, good morning. Good morning, Dave. Uh you know, I would say it's fall, but it's still 100 in Texas, so... Yeah, there was a little chill in the air this morning, though. Did you, was did there? You say, <laughs> no, did, did was you there? <laughs> you didn't... Oh, no, no there I, was, I, I yeah. didn't catch that little chill. What is the temperature right now, Dave? I don't know. Uh, let me but see it, if there's it, any little chill it, 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 in it the air. It felt better than usual this morning. And so, well, you're so right, sad. Dave. It is, it is all the way down to 72. There you go. Room temperature outside. Ooh. It's great. 
And so I hope it's beautiful where you are. And uh, again, the, the, the this is uh, day number one, hour one of the, the fall share uh, Toy and I were just saying fall tends to be a, a really great share A lot of people participating. A lot of people have to renew their pledges. So we uh, we always like to start in prayer. And so that's how we are going to start. Uh, Toya, would you like to do the opening prayer? I sure would. In the name of the Father and the Son and, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you have sustained the Guadalupe Radio Network through the generosity of our listeners. We lift each one of them in prayer to you this day. Dear Jesus, along with the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, we pray that you will touch, enlighten, and open the eyes of all our hearts so that we will hear your word and hear your teaching. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts. You know their needs. Enrich their lives with your Holy Spirit. Protect them from harm and bring back our lost family members into your fold. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. Guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices that we may give glory to God. We ask all of this in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. Amen. And good morning. I hope you are doing well on this beautiful morning, Dave. So, uh, and away we go, Dave. Wow, and we didn't even have to give out the phone number the first time, and we already have our first donor. Now, that is a good sign. You know, there have been times that we've been... 10 or 15 minutes into the share and we're like, all right, where's that first caller? So our dear friends, Scott and Michelle, <laughs> I feel like we're going out of order here. I'm already thanking people. We haven't even said anything about the, uh, the goal, but, uh, Scott and Michelle, thank you so much, uh, dear friends of the, of the, the, the network. Uh, I'll, I'll hold off on, on you guys for just a second, but, uh, this, this hour, Toyo, we have an $8,500 challenge, uh, to our listeners and first hour of the share everybody's, you know, it's it's been three months since you've been able to call in during a share You're eager to call in, and the phone number is 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. And uh, like I said, we already got our first caller, Scott and Michelle from McKinney, Texas, uh, and they are from St. Gabriel Parish, sometimes St. Jude Parish, in honor of uh, Scott's godfather, Frank Smith, whose funeral is today. Oh, my. Uh, pray for the repose of his soul. And so, Scott and Michelle, remind everybody that when you call in, let us know the prayer requests that you have. We have a mighty uh, just army of listeners, literally over 25 million potential listeners uh, of these stations. And uh, I, I know many of them will pray for you, pray your evening rosary. And so, Scott and Michelle, thank you so much. All right, Toya, we're off and running. Twenty-five, twenty-six dollars raised. Only eight thousand four hundred seventy-four to go. I mean, we're, we're we're moving along. Praise God! But Dave, you know, the first hour of the Sherathon is always kind of uh, challenging because we're trying to give out all the information, <laughs> right? Water hose about yeah. all the the levels. And so let me let us start that. But let me give out the phone number first: eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven, eight hundred. Four seven six three three one one, and one more time eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Catholic Radio is brought to you by you, so let's call in and let's make pledges of support, and let's make this happen. Uh, it was a, 
It was a hot summer, it was a dry summer, and it was financially too. Mm-hmm. So it was a very, very rough summer and unusually financially rough. So we are trying to come out of that deficit. So we need your calls, your pledges of support to help your GRN radio station at 800 476 3311. Three three one one. I know a lot of people are like, uh, tell us so you know what's going on. It's not that you you give in order to get gifts, but you like to kind of hear the uh, different appreciation levels and uh, maybe you're a first time uh, listener. And, and by the way, Amarillo is joining us uh, this morning for the first uh, Shareathon ever. Uh, six new stations in Amarillo came on last month, uh, three in Spanish and three in English. So we welcome everybody who's listening to uh, one of the three stations in Amarillo. We're so happy that you're part of the GRN family. So uh, join us, call in, let us know where you're from, what parish you're from, what your prayer requests are, and uh, we're happy that you're with us. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. All right, first of all, I'm very excited because every single person who donates at any level, if you give a dollar or if you give, you know, $50,000, you're going to get in your inbox tonight as an email a digital interview that I did, I was so blessed to, to, to be asked to do this, Father John Ricardo, uh, a priest of the Archdiocese of D- Detroit. He founded Acts 29, the mission is to renew and transform the church. And it's so funny, Toya, because I, I texted him and said, hey, can you do this? And, you know, he's, he's really a busy, a busy priest. And he, he said right away, yeah, I can do it. He said, I'm in Ireland right now, but text me next week. And, <laughs> and so I texted him and yeah, I can do it. And, and he said, I'll be traveling, you know, at that time, but we, we can make it happen. And, and I sent him some bullet points about what I wanted to talk about. And then he said, Oh, I don't, I don't look at those. He said, I just, you know, he just likes to, to talk. You know, he just had, yeah, he, he says he does not want to know the direction and all that. So it turned out, I, I think it turned out really well. And so it's his reflections on the source and summit, the Eucharist. And I was really happy with how it turned out. So anyways, anybody who donates any level, uh, this week, uh, will get that in their inbox. It's about 35 minutes long, not terribly long, but you, I think you'll benefit a lot from it. 800-476-3311. And the theme of this share-a-thon is Source and Summit. And Dave, I listened to it three or four times. I even listened to it as we were driving here yesterday. Uh, I think that Father John Ricardo is so very good. You can hear him on Saturday mornings on the, the Guadalupe Radio Network, and we've been playing his material for years just simply because he is so good. But, you know, Dave, Dave, um, we are in the, and I don't remember if we're in the second year of the three-year focus of the true presence in the Eucharist, but uh, ever since the uh, USCCB or the church announced, rather, that we were going to focus on the Eucharist, uh, all of our pledge drives have been about mm-hmm. the true presence of the Eucharist. Yeah. So that's why we did this wonderful CD that, well, it's not a CD. I guess it's a digital <laughs> CD. I could call it a digital album, a digital CD of uh, Father John Ricardo, and he's extremely popular. So call 800-476-3311, 800 one one, I should say, and make your pledge of support. And let's start this morning out. Let's start it out really well. And today, a dollar a day, thirty dollars a month. What is the drawing, Dave? Yeah, the the drawing is for an iPad Air, and you know some of the specs: ten point nine inch liquid Retina display, M one chip, Neural Engine. <laughs> Sounds like a car. Two cameras. 
Uh, All-day battery life. Uh, you can choose your color. Uh, supports Apple Pencil. It's worth $600, an iPad Air. Uh, an anonymous donor in Midland has uh, paid for this. And so anybody at the guardian angel level, $30 a month or more, 360 one time or more, uh, you, you will have a chance to win the iPad Air. The drawing will be tomorrow morning on the air. And so uh, go ahead and call up. And we suggest that level for most people. You know, that's what I do uh, in my support of uh, GRN. I, I do the $30 a month, my wife and I do. And I think that's what, what most people are able to do. Uh, and also, if you put that that same donation on a credit card, uh, debit card, bank draft, something that's automatic, uh, you become an NFP donor, never forget plan donor. And for that, we will give you another download in your email tonight. And it is a beautiful compilation of music from Julie Carrick called Savior and Sustenance. And the tracks are all focused on the Eucharist. Can you see the theme <laughs> kind of coming through? Uh, and you know, Julie Carrick is just a, is a beautiful soul. She has a beautiful voice and uh, very... Uh, it'll put you in the, the mood of worship, you know, when you hear these songs. You'll hear a lot of them during the course of this week, okay? So that's the NFP gift. And then the only other, you know, I, I guess well, the, the bigger one is the Archangel donation. We talk a lot about Archangel donations, $1,500 one time, $125 a month. And if you do that, you're in a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice with select international tours anywhere they go uh, on their Catholic pilgrimages, you know, you name it, uh, to uh, Eastern Europe or Mexico or Canada or Fatima or the Holy Land or Ireland. I mean, there's a whole bunch that you can choose from. All right. That's what's going on. We've got a lot of money to raise, $8,474 still to raise. And the phone number is 800 476 Three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven and uh, thirteen minutes into the hour, first hour of the Sherathon, and uh, let's hear from you. you know, gosh, we're we're broadcasting with the addition of uh, Amarillo, <clears throat> you know, well into the almost forty stations uh, are listening right now, right? Do you want to share with everyone when you said addition of Amarillo what we're talking about? Yeah, the, it's some great news. Yeah, six news stations started last month. Um, and uh, yesterday we had a, a one day pledge drive just for Amarillo to welcome them in. And, uh, these are, uh, three English and three Spanish stations. And, uh, they, they just, uh, they're, they, they've been run by a group called St. Valentine Radio for the last 18 years, Dale Artho and his team. And so now they are part of the Guadalupe Radio Network. So three new stations listening in to this share that weren't with us during the summer share And so we welcome Amarillo and <clears throat> glad you're with us. 800-476-3311. And Toya, what I am so hoping for is that somebody Right now, early on in this hour, we'll call in and get us started with an Archangel donation. If somebody did an Archangel donation right now, we'd be below $7,000. I mean, it would help so much, okay? I'll give you a fascinating fact. You have a chance to win the, the pilgrimage for two people anywhere Select International Tours goes. Uh, but you got to pick up the phone and call us, 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311-800-476-3311 that's the number to call to make your pledge of support to keep Catholic Radio on the air I think I'd feel a lot more comfortable Dave in this first hour if I saw a number of phone calls coming in mm-hmm. so you can also donate online at grnonline.com and you can read all about the giveaways and the things that we're doing but it's a goal out 
of $8,500. And Dave has this theory. So sometimes I think it's right. And sometimes <laughs> maybe not so much. But what is your theory, Dave, about the very first hour? Uh, the, 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 the theory is uh, that I think oftentimes holds true is that the first hour will set the tone for the entire Sherathon. Okay, so like the fact that we had a call that came in before we even gave out the phone number from Scott, Michelle, and McKinney, that's a good sign. You know, that means somebody was eager to get their call in. Uh, right now we have two people on the line. Uh, Susie and Catherine are taking calls from the Houston Call Center. All right, we'd like to have a whole lot more than that. Uh, and uh, so if we hit this goal, you know, relatively easily and we have a lot of calls let's say we have you know 30 calls this hour 35 calls i'd say that would bode very well uh for the surethon overall so that's the theory okay we'll put it to test uh 800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 source and summit is the theme and uh 8000 $474 to go. And so there's a lot of exciting things that will be happening over the next four days. But primarily, we just want to focus on the Eucharist. And, uh, and you know, uh, I was on um, recently with Debbie, and Debbie made a comment about Debbie Giorgiani. Debbie Giorgiani. Yeah, well, you know, just old Debbie, right? Yes, everybody uh, knows old Debbie. <laughs> and she made a comment. She said, Dave, you're so, you're so happy. And, and, and I, I'm generally a happy guy, but I, I'm, the, the source of our happiness should be God. And I just want to ask people, if you listen to Catholic radio, and I know people who have left political talk radio because it got them all stirred up. You know, it gets you, it gets you agitated, it gets you frustrated. And you come to Catholic radio and it's calming. In fact, we hear that comment a lot. It's calming and it, it gives you peace and it gives you hope. And in the midst of all the chaos and all the disorder in the, in the culture and all the confusion, it's something that's just able to give you some sort of, some sense of peace and happiness. And so if that's the case with you, please make a donation to keep the, the, the station that you're listening to on the air. 800-476-3311. Two people on right now. We've got, I think, volunteers to take six, seven, eight calls. Okay. So, uh, you, we, we, uh, the phone lines are open for you. As Dave was talking about earlier, every donation uh, is going to receive this wonderful digital album or interview, I'll call it, by Father John Ricardo called Source and Summit. And uh, I, you know, I'm just thrilled how the church is is really working on not just educating, uh, but talking about and discussing truly the true presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. And so that's why Dave did this wonderful interview. And uh, you will get that no matter what size your donation is when you call and donate at 800 Four seven six thirty three eleven, and if you do a dollar a day, thirty dollars a month, your name is going in a drawing for an Apple Smart Watch. No, I'm sorry, it's an iPad yeah. Air. Today's <laughs> Tuesday, right? It's an yeah. iPad Air. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven, and uh, this iPad Air, you know, they they change them, the names of them, pretty often. It just seems to confuse like, but, us during show. Yes, that's right. With spectacular. 
10.9-inch liquid retina display, new Apple M1 chip with neural engine. Ben, that sounds like something I could use, Dave. Sounds like something they'd send to the moon, doesn't it? Yeah. Two cameras on a watch. Can you imagine? All-day battery life, five different colors, and supports an Apple Pencil. Well, how cool is that? Yeah, iPad Air. Um, all right, another person just jumped on, so it's starting to happen. I, I know how it works. We you know, need caller number four. On two, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Caller number four called in as caller number one. Yeah, Scott Rogie, well, yeah, he wouldn't mind me saying his name. Scott Rogie is the guy that loves to be uh, caller number four. But this morning, he was caller number one. He called in early. He wanted to be the first one in. So, all right, it's starting to happen. John and Catherine and Susie are all taking calls. We have $8,474 to raise and only... Uh, for 40 minutes. Okay. We're 20 minutes into the hour already. This is the fall Sherathon and the Guadalupe Radio Network. We're celebrating the Eucharist, the source and summit of our life and the Christian life. Uh, and we want that fourth caller to call in right now. 800-476-3311. And, uh, please just make as uh, big of a don- donation as you possibly can. And let's chip away at this and hit this first goal, $8,474 to go. And it's exciting to see a number of people calling in, but we are broadcasting across such a vast portion of this country, big, big cities like Houston and San Antonio, Washington, D.C., Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, Pensacola, Tallahassee, Birmingham, Midland, Odessa, Okay, uh, here we are, Amarillo now. And uh, we should just be lighting up the phone lines. If you love what you listen to on Catholic Radio, let's hear from you. 1-800-476-3311. The Guadalupe Radio Network now operates 45 radio stations, Dave. So this is how we support the stations, or one of the many ways we do. Let me put it that way. We have events. We have a car raffle. We do all kinds of things to uh, keep the radio stations alive. So right now we have, do we have five calls, Dave? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Can we get to seven? So how about ten? Ten. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's just funny because we. Last pledge drive, we never made it to ten. Uh, I, I, I know. Oh, never. Man. The whole time. The whole time. Uh, and that's what people, never made people, it find, find, people say, come on, you're broadcasting. Casting to potential audience of, um, okay, here's Rosalba, 9, 10 a.m. listener, $120 one time plus the credit card fees. Holy Cross in the Colony. You know the, the, the name of the pastor at Holy Cross in the Colony is Father Joy. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, Father Joy what Joseph. Cool you know, and, and, and he is, he's a, he's a very holy, not just a good man and uh-huh. you know if you have the name father joy you better have a smile on your face right he, that's right and, and he does he's a good man they've been very supportive of us uh she says rosalba says uh, catholic radio gives me much hope uh, please pray for my family to return to the church rosalba thank you very much for that donation 800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 yeah we did have just a little mini explosion of calls there and uh, everybody who's listening right now, you're thinking, you know what? I'm going to donate at some point this week. Just get her done, right? That's right. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And uh, the, the wonderful uh, 
donation that we're doing for the Never Forget plant. I was listening to your interview with the Julie Carrick, yeah. and we're giving her music away, this pledge drive. And it's it's beautiful because Julie Carrick's one of those people that when she sings, you can tell it's prayer. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not yeah. just singing for entertainment, but it's truly prayer. Right. right. And it was just a great interview, Dave. So thanks for doing that. Yeah. I, that, that, my wife was actually the one that, that called because she's a, she has a beautiful voice, and she's the difference between worshiping and performing right you know some people perform where it's like look at me and look how i'm dressed and don't i sound great and and most secular performers are that way i mean that's why we call them performers uh but yeah uh, somebody like julie carrick is not performing she's worshiping she's leading worship and yeah and you can hear it in her voice too as she talks she's just uh, such a, a kind soul and i really enjoyed the opportunity to to, to interview her 800-476-3311-1-800-476-3311 let's hear from you let's make a make a donation of is can somebody do an archangel donation fifteen hundred dollars or $125 one time. Uh, I'll, I'll mention it early on. Normally it takes me a couple days to mention this. Uh, Fatima donation, $1,917. Okay. I'll just, I'll just throw that out there. If you have a devotion to Our Lady Fatima, I've never been to Fatima. Have you, have you been to Fatima? Yes. You have. Yes. Okay. You've been everywhere. I no. mean, just, well, not really. Uh, you've been to, you've been, I haven't been to Lourdes. Weren't you at the canonization of St. Juan Diego? Yes. <laughs> but that's not everywhere. That's two yeah, places. Yeah, that's two places. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you've been to Rome. But, I've been to Rome. Okay. Yes. Yeah, see, it's our starting, things are starting to add up here. Yes. I've never been right. to Rome. I'm almost everywhere now because I've been to three places. <laughs> been to Stanton, Texas? Uh, I, because I live yeah. there. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Looking for caller number five. Let's make this a great pledge drive for the glory of God, the salvation of souls, and the support of the Guadalupe Radio Network at 800 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. $8,352 to go, and you're listening. And uh, hopefully you, you love what you hear on the Guadalupe Radio Network, and this is where... We really need you. You know, the, the fall tends to be one of the, the best charathons of the entire year. Summer, summer was, you know, was, was good, but it was slow at times. In fall, we expect just to be gangbusters, uh, this week. And every hour is like a little charathon in and of itself. And so this one, we have a goal of $8,500, uh, $8,352 to go. And, uh, we have thanked, uh, two people so far. We've got a few of them on the line, 800, 800- Four seven six three three one one, and I'll tell you what I think we need right now is a game changer. You know, somebody who's like, you know what? Uh, I've been financially blessed this year. I'm going to do something big for Guadalupe Radio. You know, five thousand, twenty five hundred, three thousand, and we get a lot of those in a typical charathon. You know, it isn't always the first hour, but we tend to get a lot of those. And uh, maybe, just maybe, somebody is considering one of those right now. Eight hundred. Four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six three three one one eight thousand three hundred fifty two dollars to go. Three people on the line. Okay, now another one just jumped on, so we got four. Uh, can we get to ten calls all at the same time? You know, if you're listening, it doesn't have to be a huge donation. We still have uh, thirty four minutes to go. But where is caller number five? Caller number five eight hundred four seven six three three one one. I know we say that fast. 
I'll slow it down a little bit. 800-476-3311. I just, I just live fast. I just, everything's, <laughs> I, I just, everything's fast to me. We got to slow down sometimes. So I'm sorry about that. There's the phone number, nice and slow. 800-476-3311. All right. We got four calls, Toya. That's good news. That is wonderful. I would like to see four more people jump on, Dave, because uh, we are about halfway through the hour. And uh, we still have $8,352 to raise, but who's counting, right? (laughs) No, I don't know who's counting. It often happens this way, first hour. It it just, some reason, the the first hour, first half of it, people are just trying to figure out what's going on. Right. And then, 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 yeah, then, where's Adrian in the game show, right? (laughs) 800-476-3311. Four people on. Uh, why are you not on? 800-476-3311. Call in, get on the phone, make your pledge of support, start your day out in a great way by giving to something that helps support your Catholic faith and everyone who even just is eavesdropping on the dial, Dave. Yeah, and if you're eavesdropping, maybe you're just happening upon the station. Uh, I love when people call in and they said, I just tuned in for the first time and I'm making a donation. I do, too. I remember somebody made a, a big donation one time like that. Uh, so if you're just joining us for the first time, it's a, you know, it's a, a godly ordained moment for you because you've happened upon Catholic Radio. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you a lot of interesting stories. I'll tell you on the other side of this break that we're about to take about a lady that happened upon Catholic Radio. She was not all that keen on the Catholic faith, and she said, uh, Catholic Radio, you've got two minutes to impress me. <laughs> uh, and so I'll tell you that story here shortly. All right, a little music break with uh, Julie Carrick here. We'll come back. We've got a lot of money to raise. Please, please, please call us. $8,352 to go. 800-476-3311. It's Fall Sherathon 2023 Source and Summit. We'll be back with more of the 2023 Source and Summit Fall Sherathon on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this. Oh 
Mandu 
Welcome back to the 2023 Guadalupe Radio Network Source and Summit Fall Sherathon. Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make a pledge of support to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. That's 1-800-476-3311. All right, this is hour number one of the Fall Sherathon here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. The theme is Source and Summit, and we have a challenge for you this first hour of raising $8,500, and uh, thanks to a big flurry of calls that just came in, we are now over $1,000. Got a lot of people to thank. Uh, still needing $7,416. The time is starting to evaporate. We have 25 minutes left in this hour, so uh, if you're listening right now, you love Catholic Radio, you want to keep your station on the air, we definitely want to hear from you. Uh, big donations, small, medium, everything. Just call us up and let, let's let's put this together and, and, and knock out this uh, first goal. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Toya Hall and Dave Palmer here with you in this first hour. And uh, Toya, good, good sign. We heard from Guadalupe. In, oh, that is a good sign. <laughs> in Forney, Texas, uh, $30 a month. Uh, so right there at the guardian angel level. Uh, St. John in uh, Terrell, Texas is where she worships. Also Good Shepherd Parish in Garland. And she says Catholic Radio helped me during my most difficult times. And now her son listens also. All right. Uh, she said, please pray for family and loved ones who have passed away or who are sick. Guadalupe, thank you very much. Eve in Birmingham, Alabama, listening to 1480 AM, also did the dollar a day. In fact, she did $33 a month from the Cathedral of St. Paul. And she says she listens to GRN, and the programs have changed her life. Uh, she was confirmed recently into the Catholic faith. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, she prays that Eucharist Revival continues to grow and that more people experience the presence of Jesus. Uh, Eve, welcome to the church. Thank you for calling. And uh, I know God God is doing powerful things in your life right now. Uh, angel level donation, uh, William and Christina from uh, Wiley, Texas, St. Anthony Parish. Uh, she says, everybody call in to pledge. She challenges parishioners of St. Anthony Parish in Wiley to call in. And um, that's a very supportive parish. And so Christina is one of our volunteers. So thank you. And then Paul and Van from Warrior, Alabama, $50 one time. From St. Henry Parish, pray for our wonderful pastor and director of vocations for the Diocese of Birmingham, Alabama, Father Wynn Vinston, <clears throat> and our 19 seminarians for the Diocese of Birmingham. Well, wow, that seems like Isn't a lot wonderful? of seminarians. Yeah, for uh, you know, a relatively, I guess, relatively small diocese. So anyways, God is working powerully. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. All those people to thank. But now, uh, with $7,416 still to raise, only one person is on the line. Uh, only one caller. So we need call number two and hey, let's get to 10. Let, let's, let's just light up the phones. 800-476-3311. Dave, this is such a good, uh, interview that you did with Father John Ricardo. And, you know, we've been playing co- Father John Ricardo for many, many years. And I just like how he's so honest and so down to earth because he kind of starts out. One of the first things he says that catches your attention is that he was three months away from being ordained, mm-hmm. and he was really wondering about the mass. I know, and he wasn't getting it. He was he was telling the Lord, but I'm not going to say what ended up happening. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, yeah. He'd be praying to God, just yeah, like you say, a few months before being ordained. 
And uh, he said, uh, you know, I'm really excited to be a priest, God. I'm excited to preach. I'm excited, uh, you know, for a lot of things in my priesthood. But the Mass, I just, yeah, he said, I just don't get it. You know, and I, it's amazing to think that uh, somebody would go through that many years of seminary formation. But, yeah, like, like Toya kind of uh, hinted at, it certainly has changed. And there were several things that happened in his life uh, that, Divine yeah, intervention. Yeah, divine intervention. Yes. A very, very powerful experience at the altar that he had one time. Uh, but, uh, all right. So, so Tim is, uh, telling us about these wonderful people, uh, at the call center in Houston and they are eagerly waiting your calls and, uh, thank so much. Uh, people like Susie, who's taking a call right now and, uh, they are waiting and they're eagerly awaiting the next call to come in. 800-476-3311. 21 minutes to go and, um, and still, okay, 20 minutes, $7,416 to raise. And, uh, we need you. Uh, we have not had an Archangel donation yet. That's Haven't true, had a big Dave. one like that. $1,500. So, yeah. $1,500 in your name or 125 a month goes into a drawing for something that I really like that we do this because it's a pilgrimage of choice. You get to look on the the uh, website for Select International Tours, and you can pick out any of the Catholic pilgrimages that that they have set up, and you've got a whole year to decide where you're going to go. So 800-476-3311, that's $1,500 one-time or 125 a month. Uh, Dave, we are only 20 minutes left in the hour, and we haven't raised half the money. So I want to invite three people to get their name in the drawing for this pilgrimage, because otherwise we're going to be way behind in this hour uh, to reach the goal. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's, in fact, I, I would up that. I'd say we let's get three, let's get four, because four Archangel donations would be $6,000, and uh, that would put us right there where we need to be within about $1,500 of the goal. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. 19 minutes is all we have in this hour. Still $7,416 to go. If you're out there and you are able to do something uh, big, uh, we want to hear from you. Third caller now. Uh, we've got two on the line. Third caller, 800 800- Four seven six three three one one. Only uh, eighteen minutes. Seventy five. Seventy four hundred sixteen dollars. And again, uh, just recently, the Guadalupe Radio Network expanded to um, uh, forty five stations across the country. And I, I love the story that Toya and Len, our former president, tell. Uh, after one station in Midland, Texas, you guys <laughs> were like, "We're done. We're done." I'm never uh, doing this again. Uh, by the way, Veronica, Persol, Texas, our first Archangel donor of the day. Okay, $125 a month. Veronica, thank you. She is part of the Perpetual Light Society, which means that she just says, hey, you know what? I'll do this every single year. Just keep it coming. And so that was a, a huge blessing. Uh, 59.16 is what we have to raise right now. $5,916. One person on the line, 800-476-3311. 18 minutes to go. I can feel it. You're out there. You're going to call in and make this happen, but it's just a matter of who is going to call in. Don't, don't delay. Don't say, ah, I'm going to wait till, you know, the next hour or, or later on today or something like that. Or I'd like to call in Friday. You know, call now. This is where we need you. Uh, $5,916 to go. 
800-476-3311. That's the number. Call, make your pledge of support. Let's start this fall share out in a great way. Now, and I know it's not fall yet, but, you know, it's somehow in my, my little brain, Dave, after after it's Labor Day is fall. <laughs> you know, well, that's maybe too bad. with yeah. the, the heat we've had in Texas, I really want fall to come. I think that's the soon. kind of the unofficial beginning of fall. Like, go, you know, summer is like Memorial Day to Labor Day. Yeah. You know, that, and, yeah. and also, you know, school starting and the football season starting, and there's a lot of cool things. But, yeah, I, I definitely felt a, a little chill in the year this morning i know you weren't feeling it but uh, when i stepped outside it was, I, I just thought like it's it's fall like and last night i got home and it, it was a little cool and I, to- I told paula i said hey let's go out the back porch and just have a sip of wine and just en- enjoy this change of season i mean it's it's so exciting and so the fall share is exciting because we get to encourage you to call in and support the station that you're listening to and uh, keep it going, okay? So if you're blessed by the station that you that you hear, uh, call us up. We're down to 16 minutes, $5,916 to go. We have one person on the line. Uh, let me see. Let me just verify. Yeah, we do have one caller on the line. Now we now, have now two. Now we have two. Okay, that, that's, okay. <laughs> that's good. Let's get to, Let's get three. to ten. I know. It, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But I think we need to get to three before we get to ten, don't you? <laughs> 800-476-3311. Only 16 minutes left. $5,916 we need to raise. But we can do it. It's most doable. But, you know, Dave, I'd love from somebody from our newest area of radio stations in Amarillo to call in. Uh, I remember many years ago, probably about 18, 19 years ago, uh, Bishop John Yanta was the bishop there in Amarillo, and he called me and he said, Toya, would you help bring Catholic Radio to Amarillo? And uh, we started working together and helped them. And oh, right! So yeah. you're you're part of that from the from the beginning. From the very huh? beginning, oh, wow. I was wow. the first keynote speaker of the fundraiser they held in Amarillo with Is Bishop Yonka. Right? Oh, wow! That's a good trivia question. Fascinating fact you didn't know, right, Dave? Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Okay, we have three calls. All right, caller number four Come five eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven one eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Three people on the line right now. Uh, now time is ticking. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll tell you that. Oh, there are four, mm-hmm. four people on the line. Okay, you're starting to uh, respond, and I, I know, you know, the psychology is, hey, it's first hour. Somebody else is going to take care of it, and uh, let me just kind of, you know, hang, you know, hang loose here, and I'll wait for another hour. But you know, we've got to hit this. Okay, now there's five. five. Okay, so okay, there's five on. on. Okay, here everybody's, everybody's like, okay, you know, if I don't do something. Something this hour isn't going to happen. Five thousand right. nine hundred sixteen dollars. That should be the attitude. You know, it's mm-hmm. like if it, it's it's up to you. <laughs> no pressure, right? Eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. One of the first things Father Ricardo says, uh, you know, when I kind of give him an open invitation, because he, uh, you know, it's. It's kind of like the whole thing about we are in the world right now for a reason. Okay. We, That's we right. didn't live in the 13th century and we don't live 200 years from now. So why are we here now? And, uh, and father, we you know, talks about that. And he also talks about the crisis in the church, about the, the, the lack of belief. And, and he says, you know, he said, we got, it's not just a matter of just talking about it and teaching it. Um, he said we have to be different. You know, the people who are believers have to live differently. We have to look different. We have to, you know, exude a, a, a certain 
something that people say, wow, you, 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 there's something different about you. Certain something is the light of Christ. Yeah. We have to live our faith. We have to be that light and that joy in the darkness with which we live. Are we up to six, Dave? Uh, I, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yes. All <laughs> six right, calls. four more people. Okay, come on. 800-476-3311. Come on, we can do it. 800-476-3311. $5,916 is all, what we've got to raise, and we only have 13 minutes. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one. All right, come on, everybody. Uh, you might say, "Oh, they got six calls. They got this taken care of." And, and believe me, that is oh, no. not the case. We have thirteen minutes. We still have about six thousand dollars to raise. Okay, if four people will do the archangel donations of fifteen hundred dollars or one hundred twenty-five dollars a month. Uh, how about one person doing a Fatima donation? Okay, I'll tell you, you know, you'll make my morning uh, $1,917 if you have a great devotion to Our Lady of Fatima. I mean, she said uh, that the final battle is going to be against the family, right? She showed the, the, the children a vision of hell, and, uh, you know, it's something we just don't talk about often enough. If we care about people, we don't want them to end up in hell. And it's just a, it's a truth of our faith that it exists, purgatory exists, heaven exists. And we want to, as the, the, the GRN has always had as their tagline, populating heaven. Uh, that's the whole purpose of this. And so one, two, three, four, five, okay, we're still at six. We eight. need four more people and we probably need four people in the GRN to answer calls. Yes. Yeah. Just to jump on the lines, answer calls. Uh, where's call number seven? Uh, you know, I'll tell you, if we could get to 10 calls first hour, that would be a very, very good sign. But, the, the most important thing right now is that we're starting to run out of time and we still have a, a lot of money to raise. 2584 has been called in and, uh, we, we only, we still have six people on the line. That's encouraging. But, uh, where are you? Can you call in now? 800-476-3311. Let's just light it up. I, I remember, I remember a time, Toya, when we had 20 people on the line. Do you remember that? I do uh, remember, I remember those 20 days. people on the line. That was the, the honeymoon phase yeah. <laughs> of Catholic radio, Dave. Yeah, I remember when, yeah, we used to have a call center with 20 people and, and it was just, uh, you know, and, and again, even again, that wasn't enough. Yeah, this was the, you know, the early days. Okay. Here's, uh, Leslie in Celeste, Texas, $12 a month. Uh, she says she is encouraged to learn more about her Catholic faith and pray for her RCIA class starting Thursday. Okay, so I don't know if she's a sponsor or she's coming into the church, but uh, praise God. Thank you, Leslie, for that donation. Listening to 9, 10 a.m., 5772 after Leslie's donation. That's what we still need to raise. Five people on the line. And I'm telling you, we have got to get something uh, really big, maybe a 2500 or uh, Have we t- even talked about Seraphim donations yet, um, specifically? I don't think we have, Dave. Yeah, $5,000 donation is a Seraphim, uh, and we get those every now and then, uh, $5,000. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you, if somebody can do that right now that, that as the first Seraphim, uh, that would pretty much, you know, take care of this hour. Uh, but we can't just assume that a seraphim is going to come through. We're now down to 10 minutes, uh, $5,772 to go. Uh, haven't had a call jump on in the last couple of minutes. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Come on, let's hear from you. Uh, time is starting to tick away, and uh, it's, it's getting into crunch time here with 10 minutes to go. Ten minutes left, Dave, and we need to raise five thousand seven hundred and seventy-two dollars. You know, uh, 
three archangels would really help us a lot. A lot of people doing a dollar a day, $30 a month, or as many people can do $10 a month would help us. But uh, we need to chip away at this with only nine minutes left now. $5,772 to raise. What can you do to help this hour of Catholic Radio? Because Dave has this theory that the first hour, let me see if I can say it because you're the one that always says the theory. So Dave's theory is the first hour sets the whole tone for the entire share mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes that has been right. <laughs> Which I think implies that sometimes it has not been right, well, right? I didn't put it okay, that way. One, but, two, three, you know. four. Okay, we got five calls back on the line. We're sometimes need it's more right. Than five, Dave. I'm yeah. sure of that. And uh, yeah, so somebody, you know, uh, it, nine minutes is what we have. Oh. $5,772. Okay, how about if somebody does an, a, a, a Fatima donation of $1,917? That's a, I know it's a lot. You'll get into the drawing for the Slack International Tours pilgrimage. Uh, it'll be like a, a mega archangel donation. Uh, here is, uh, oh, look at this. Anthony and Paula from Frisco, Texas, 9, 10 a.m., archangel donation plus credit card charges. Thank you so much, Anthony and Paula from Frisco, Texas, from St. Francis of Assisi Parish. And, you know, uh, Father Rudy is uh, the, the pastor out there. They've been very supportive. We love going out there. And he says, I love this. Not enough words to explain what Catholic, how Catholic radio has changed. I, I, I've got to hear this story. Uh, if, y'all, do. if y'all don't mind, Anthony and Paula, I'm going to call you next week and see if you guys can come do an interview. Uh, and they're like, Oh no, <laughs> uh, prayers for, uh, they pray for youth and teens. And so I would love to hear that story because there's something there without a doubt. All right. We're halfway almost exactly. Uh, with the money, but not with the time. We have eight minutes to go. Five people on the line. Forty-two hundred and thirty-nine dollars. Uh, forty-two hundred and thirty-nine dollars. Please, please, please. Um, a couple more Anthony's and Paula's out there. Uh, Archangel donations. If we get uh, probably two more that aren't on the line right now, uh, that's probably going to be enough uh, to uh, to get us over the top here. Eight hundred. Four seven six three three one one. Oh, Toya, this is a nail biter uh, for sure. Seven minutes is all we have. Four thousand two hundred thirty nine dollars. Five people on the line. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. One eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Five more people listening. If you're listening right now and you're not on the phone, uh, we can't miss this goal okay we've got to hit this one 800-476-3311 is what we've got to raise and only seven minutes left but it's still doable dave we have five people on i think if we had five more callers and two more archangels we could get there this hour 800 and one more time, 800-476-3311. And when you call and you make your pledge of support, say, hey, I want to join the Perpetual Light Society. And next year during the fall pledge drive, your donation will come up and your name will automatically go into the drawing. We've got seven, Toya. Seven, seven calls. Oh three gosh, more people. three people. Okay. I would say any donation, any size, but we are in crunch time. Uh, of course, any time you want to donate, you can donate any size. Uh, uh, 
but here is uh, Anonymous Munster, Texas. I love Munster, Texas. 9, 10 a.m. listeners, Sacred Heart Parish in Munster encourages everybody to do what Jesus would do and support the GRN. Oh, I love I that. that. That is so awesome. So Jesus definitely supports the GRN. Not, not financially, of course, but uh, through his grace pouring down upon the airwaves uh, every single moment of every day, you know, changing hearts and uh, just uh, it's amazing. So thank you, Anonymous. Five minutes. $4,112. Are you out there? Uh, I'd say two people who are not on the line right now doing archangel donations right now calling in. That would do it. Okay. Can you be one of them? 800-476-3311. Archangel donors. uh, If there's somebody that says, you know what? I'll do a seraphim. I'll knock this whole thing out. (laughs) Uh, Call us now. 800-476-3311. 476-3311. And uh, we uh, have uh, you know a pretty good number of people on the line right now, but uh, we need you to call in and get this first uh, this first uh, uh, challenge uh, knocked out. And we got cowbells here waiting. Uh, eagerly waiting to, uh, to, to call up, uh, to, to, to ring. <laughs> 800-476-3311. This is, uh, this is a little nerve wracking, isn't it? It certainly is, Dave. And, and, you know, we still have six callers. I'd love that four more would join and we would get to 10. Very, very difficult to do. So 800-476-3311. Dave, I know we've heard from Alabama. We've heard a lot from Dallas this morning. Have we heard from the, from Maryland or Virginia or no, DC? I don't, I don't think so. No, nothing I don't DC. Think we have. No. So we need need your support. Amarillo would love to hear from Amarillo, Texas, where our new radio stations are. And thanks to Del Artho and, and the wonderful people there with St. Valentine's Radio for operating that station for 18 years. 800-476-3311. Only four minutes left. We need to raise $4,112 in four minutes. So 800 476 3311. All right. 1-800-476-3311. 1-2-3-4-5. Okay. Here's a $1,000. Jane in San Antonio. 89.7 FM uh, from Holy Spirit Parish. Jane, thank you. That was such a huge help. Uh, $3,112 is what we need to raise right now. That was an awesome donation. That was uh, you know, so needed. You know, we've, we've got, we've got a lot of people on the line right now. It's just a matter of, is this going to be enough to put us uh, over the top? Ring the bell for the first hour, uh, $3,112 to go, three minutes. <laughs> I tell you, every, every Dave, hour. it got better. Oh, oh, it did. Okay. Dave, oh, yeah, Dave, look. Jane, oh. thank you so much from San Antonio. You you yeah, thanked yeah, her? Yeah, I got, I got, okay. yeah, I, I thank Jane. Uh, I was uh, answering a text, so <laughs> thank you very much, Dave. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we got Jane. How uh, about Scott? Uh, Scott, I don't have. Uh, we we started with Scott. No, we, we no, we no. haven't done Scott yet. Scott from Hunt, Texas. Thank you so very much. Uh, he goes to Notre Dame, the Catholic Church there in uh, Kerrville. So thank you so much for your donation, and it was anonymous amount. Yeah, usually so the name is anonymous, but this <laughs> the amount was anonymous. This All right, time, three thousand ten dollars with minutes. two minutes to go. We've got the oh. you know people on the line. But is it going to come up to uh, $3,010? I mean, that's the big question. I'll tell you what, 
can guarantee that we hit this goal is if you call in right now and say, I will be the short person. I will, you know, whatever you're short. And I'm guessing it might be like an Archangel donation, maybe $1,500, maybe a 1000 uh, but whatever you need, I'll take care of it, okay? Because we got to hit this first goal of the share uh, This This first one is going to set the tone, and we've got to ring the bells, of when course. When you say that, Dave, it just makes me feel like if we don't make this hour, it's downhill <laughs> for the next four days. <laughs> but on the other hand, if we hit it, it's uphill. It's going to look go. great. Uh, 800-476-3311. Uh, we can do this. Here is... Uh, uh, Bernadette from Benbrook, Texas, 9, 10 a.m. listener from St. Peter the Apostle Parish in Fort Worth. And please pray for children to return to the faith. $367. All right, $2,642 is what we still need. $2,642. Need a short person. person. $2,642. 800-476-3311. We'll be back with more of the 2023 Source and Summit Fall Sherathon on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this. KSHJ Houston.